0: Hey, thank you for joining me for the Pub Trivia Group podcast. First, a word from today's sponsor. What it be, trivia lovers! It's your pal Ryan Buds, host of Trivia with Buds, a Monday through Friday pop culture podcast with episodes under 10 minutes to give your nostalgic brain a workout. With over 2,000 episodes, you're all set for fun and games on your next long flight, road trip, or weekend hangout with friends and family. Check out recent episodes on famous mullets, Dungeons & Dragons, classic cocktails, and tons more. And for info on virtual, in-person, and hybrid trivia, bingo, and game show events, go to my website, TriviaWithBuds.com. Cheers. What is up? This is Sam. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group podcast. Thank you so much for being here for episode number 51. We got three rounds for you today. We got music themes, we have the name game, we have group of 10. I'm just going to get right into it. Here we go. Round number one music themes. Today's theme is shake. So I have five songs below. Actually, I'm gonna make it six just because I'm on spring break and I feel like it. Today's theme is shake. So I'm gonna read a line from each of these six songs below and each song has the word shake somewhere in the title. As always, you need to guess the title of each song. Bonus kudos if you also know the artist. And yeah, uh, like I've been saying all April long, before we get going, During the month of April, 2023, there is a survey linked in the show notes that is for you to complete the Banger to End All Bangers Volume 2 survey, right? I have a music trivia game coming up in May, and I would love audience input on which songs are included because it's like music trivia meets a Casey Kasem countdown. It's pretty fun. All right. Without further ado, here we go. Song number one. Again, the theme is shake, so you know there's some bangers here. Song number one, everybody get on the floor, let's dance. Don't fight the feeling, give yourself a chance. Song number two, I stay out too late, got nothing on my brain, that's what people say. Song number three, come on, you know the ticks connect like Voltron collect so much grass popo thinking we mow lawns song number 4 shake it for the young bucks sittin in the honky tonks for the rednecks rockin till the break of dawn the dj spinnin that country song song number 5 and i am done with my graceless heart so tonight I'm gonna cut it out and then restart. Cause I like to keep my issues drawn. It's always darkest before the dawn. And song number six. Tonight you're falling in love. Let me go now. This feeling's tearing me up. Here we go now. All right, that was... Six songs, all with the word shake somewhere in the title. I'm going to go over those again, but then I'm going to give you the answer. So pause now if you need a little bit more time. Song number one. Everybody, get on the floor. Let's dance. Don't fight the feeling. Give yourself a chance. Okay, that is Shake Your Booty by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Song number two. I stay out too late, got nothing on my brain. That's what people say. That is Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, one of my wife's favorite artists. I believe, speaking of the banger to end all bangers, that made the list last year. We'll see if it makes it again this year. Song number three. Come on, you know the ticks connect like Voltron, collect so much grass popo thinking we mow lawns okay that is shake Your tail feather by Nelly P Diddy and Murphy Lee that was from the bad boys 2 soundtrack I believe back in the day definitely a fun one definitely one that reminds me of like high school dances I do not know what it means to have ticks connect like Voltron I I don't know what that means all right number four Shake it for the young bucks sittin' in the honky-tonks For the rednecks rockin' till the break of dawn The DJ spinnin' that country song Okay, that is obviously a country song. That is Country Girl, Shake It For Me by Luke Bryan. All right, I right, I, I think you've probably noticed uh, rap and country, as, as much as I love music, rap and country, I don't... Uh, don't listen to as much, don't know as well. So just included a rap and a country song back to back. So you're you're welcome. Now, any true fans of rap and country might, you know, be like, oh, you picked really, really poppy rap and really, really poppy country, but I'm, I'm just, I'm doing what I can do. I'm doing what I can do. All right, number five, and I'm done with my graceless heart. So tonight I'm gonna cut it out and then restart. Because I like to keep my issues drawn. It's always darkest before the dawn. Okay, that is Shake It Out by Florence and the Machine. And then number six, number six. Tonight you're falling in love. Let me go now. This feeling's tearing me up. Here we go now. Okay, that is Shake It by Metro Station. Okay, that was the song that inspired this round. I do think it's funny how that song has held up. Like I remember that song coming out and it was like, okay, this is Miley Cyrus's little brother in like, I I was in college. So it was maybe late 2000s, early 2010s. This song is coming out and I never expected that over a decade later, um, it would still be like a song that people go back to. And are like, that, that song was a banger. We'll see if it ends up on the banger and end all bangers. You know what? I'll probably vote for it. I get to vote too. All right. That was round number one, Music Themes. Coming up, round number two, The Name Game. Round number two, The Name Game. Like two of the rounds I played in episode 50, this round was originally played live on YouTube last August. So I'm taking this round from that same game. I have 10 items below that all partially share the same name. I'm going to give you the clues you tell me who I'm talking about and like I would normally do with movie links by including a common name for these 10 people, this round becomes a puzzle because once you figure out the common name, the answers are going to become easier to figure out. So for this reason, I will read through the clues twice. All right, here we go. Item number one. This musician was the subject of a 2004 biopic in which the lead actor won the Academy Award for best actor. Two. This shoe's design has remained largely unchanged since 1922, when an athlete requested more support and flexibility. Okay, item number three. Much of this artist's work resembled his own life, including unrequited love for a quote little red-haired girl. Number four. The European Union's busiest airport was named for this national hero. Number five, this pilot famously flew the spirit of St. Louis. Item number six, this athlete has the number 34 retired by Auburn and Philadelphia. Number seven, this author wrote a 1996 novel featuring an unnamed narrator who meets Tyler Durden. Item number eight, Alive from 1889 to 1977, this iconic performer was globally known for his portrayal of the Tramp. Item nine, founded in 1977 by Atari co-founder, Nolan Bushnell. This chain currently operates 612 locations. And item number 10, This 1964 novel was first adapted into a film in 1971 and again in 2005. All right, we're going to go over those one more time. Maybe you figured out what the common name might be. This could be a little easier. Item one, this musician was the subject of a 2004 biopic in which the lead actor won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Item number two, This shoe's design has remained largely unchanged since 1922 when an athlete requested more support and flexibility. Item number three, much of this artist's work resembled his life, including his unrequited love for a, quote, little red-haired girl. Number four, the European Union's busiest airport was named for this national hero. Number five, this pilot famously flew the spirit of St. Louis. Item six, this athlete has the number 34 retired by Auburn and Philadelphia. Item seven, this author wrote a 1996 novel featuring an unnamed narrator who meets Tyler Durden. Item eight, alive from 1889 to 1977, this iconic performer was globally known for his portrayal of the Tramp. Item 9, founded in 1977 by Atari co founder Nolan Bushnell, this chain currently operates 612 locations. And Item 10, this 1964 novel was first adapted into film in 1971 and again in 2005. All right, pause now if you need a little bit more time, but I'm gonna go over these answers. All right, number one, the musician who is the subject of the 2004 biopic, that would be Ray Charles. Item two, the shoe that has remained largely unchanged since 1922. Okay, those would be the Chuck Taylor All-Stars. I have a pair of those. Item three, The artist whose work resembled his own life, Charles Schultz, known for Charlie Brown. And he happens to be from Minnesota, right? The state I live in. I point out a lot of Minnesota and Wisconsin connections, right, my two states. Represent number four, the European Union's busiest airport name for this national hero. That would be Charles de Gaulle, right? The name of the biggest airport in Paris. Number five, this pilot famously flew the Spirit of St. Louis. This guy actually also from Minnesota and was flying to Paris, I, I believe from New York City to Paris. This would be Charles Charles Lindbergh. Shout out Little Falls, Minnesota. Number six, the athlete with the number 34 retired by Auburn and Philadelphia. That would be Charles Barkley, who's one of my favorite athletes as a kid. Number seven, this author wrote a 1996 novel with an unnamed narrator who meets Tyler Durden. Okay, that's Chuck Palahniuk. That novel is Fight Club. Number eight, this person was alive from 1889 to 1977. He portrayed the tramp. Okay, that is Charlie Chaplin. Number nine, founded in 1977 by Nolan Bushnell, Chuck E. Cheese. And number 10, 1964 novel, adapted into film in 1971, and again in 2005. That would be Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The uh, 1971 film adaptation? Interestingly enough, right, it was not called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as the Roald Dahl book was called. It was called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Well, I recently found out the reason it was called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for the 1971 film was because Quaker owned the rights to make Wonka Bars. And they wanted Willy Wonka's name to be in the title, which apparently Roald Dahl was very not so happy about. Anyway, there you have it. That is round number two of the name game. Coming up, we have round number three, the Group of Ten. <coughs> round number three, Group of Ten. I really do like this round, Group of Ten, but it definitely does help if you kind of understand the way that I think We've played this before on the podcast, but if it's a little bit confusing, just just bear with me here. It's, It's not as complicated as it maybe sounds. So for today's group of 10, I have 10 short answer items below. These are all independent short answer items, which can be answered on their own with no knowledge of my group of 10. So we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, think of these all as 10 independent short answer questions. They just partially share their name with a member from a group of 10. And the group of 10 I've picked for today would be the 10 most recent prime ministers, the 10 most recent British prime ministers who came before the incumbent Rishi Sunak. So Rishi Sunak is the current British Prime Minister. All of these items below inspired by the 10 British Prime Ministers who, be, who came before him. So all of them will partially share their name with one of these former Prime Ministers. Um, again, right, you might not know anything about these Prime Ministers. You know, only about 4% of my audience is from the UK. So you might not know anything about these Pr- British Prime Ministers. That's not a big deal, right? That's not a big deal. These questions below aren't... That they don't have anything to do with the British prime ministers. they just partially share their name with one of them. And I have a feeling you're going to recognize a lot of these names so let's get going. Item number one this character has been portrayed on the big screen by Neil Hamilton in 1966. Pat Hingle from 1989 to 1997, Gary Oldman from 2005 to 2012, JK. Simmons in 2017 and Jeffrey Wright in 2022. Item number two, this person was born in 1910 in present-day North Macedonia. They died in 1997 in India and were canonized by the Catholic Church on September 4, 2016. Item number three, with an estimated budget of $200,000 to $500,000, this 1999 horror film grossed. $248.6 million at the box office. Item number four, Tina Fey made 138 appearances as this character. Item number five, this nine-time Pro Bowler won Super Bowl forty-eight, and in 2020 was named the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Item number six, in 2008, the sitcom character married Patrick Brewer. Item number seven, this politician became the 36th president of the United States on November 22nd, 1963. Item number eight, this Canadian author wrote The Handmaid's Tale in 1985. Item number nine, this Freaks and Geeks alum played Harry Osborne three times from 2002 to 2007. And item number ten, Rob Manfred is the current commissioner of this North American Sports League. All right, pause now if you need a little bit more time. I'm going to go over those each one more time, but then I'm going to give you the answer immediately after. Item number one, this character has been portrayed on the big screen by Neil Hamilton in 1966, Pat Hingle from 1989 to 1997, Gary Oldman from 2005 to 2012, J.K. Simmons in 2017, and Jeffrey Wright in 2022. Okay, that character, Commissioner Jim Gordon, partially sharing his name with Gordon Brown. Item number two, this person was born in 1910 in present-day North Macedonia, died in 1997 in India, and was canonized by the Catholic Church on September 4th, 2016. Okay, that is Mother Teresa, partially sharing her name with Teresa May item number three with an estimated budget of two hundred thousand dollars to five hundred thousand dollars this 1999 horror film grossed 248.6 million dollars at the box office okay that would be the blair witch project partially sharing its name with tony blair item number four tina fey made 138 appearances as this character okay that was in 30 rock the character liz lemon sharing a name with liz truss who is. Prime Minister for like five seconds. Item number five drafted in the third round of the 2012 draft. This nine time Pro Bowler won Super Bowl 48 and in 2020 was named the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Okay, that would be Russell Wilson, partially sharing his name with Harold Wilson. Number six, in 2008, this sitcom character married Patrick Brewer. Okay, that is, well, the sitcom Shits Creek, the character David Rose partially sharing his name with David Cameron. Item number seven, this politician became the 36th president of the United States on November 22nd, 1963. Okay, that would be Lyndon B. Johnson, partially sharing his name with Boris Johnson. Number eight, this Canadian author wrote The, handsmaid, wrote the Handmaid's Tale in 1985. Okay, that is Margaret Atwood, partially sharing her name with Margaret Thatcher. Number nine, this this Freaks and Geeks alum played Harry Osborne three times from 2002 to 2007. Okay, that is James Franco, partially sharing his name with James Callahan. And number 10, Rob Manfred is the current commissioner of this North American Sports League. Okay, that is Major League Baseball, partially sharing its name with John Major. Okay, so I, I hope that that wasn't too deep of a dive into my brain um that would be scary if it was anyway that is all i have for today thank you for playing game number 51 just a reminder if you like the show please subscribe rate and review i promise we won't be talking about british prime ministers that often Uh, but yeah subscribe rate and review this will help other people find the pub trivia group podcast if they're looking for trivia and then yeah give us a follow at social media at pub trivia group on Twitter and Instagram, but it's the Facebook group in which we're most active. Um, you can always reach out to me by email. If you ever want to join the live game or something like that, I send out the invites on social media, but not everyone's on the social. So yeah, there you have it. Okay guys, that's enough for today. I hope you had a good time. I know I did. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Pot on your nerds. <laughs>